Done editing by now if we just finished the podcast. I'll edit. Look, you're listening to Being Jim Davis, Heathcliff, the cat. Oh, oh, there's more of this. Oh, oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> I see what they're doing here. Okay. You're listening to Being Jim Davis, Heathcliff, the cat. It's me. I'm Kathy Goose White. I've come home. Well, Close to home, anyway. Anyway, let's garf. <laughs> oh, quality tagline, quality song, quality novel. Uh, quality heights. My name is my name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Christopher Winter. John, those heights aren't going to weather themselves. They are certainly not. You never hear about anything else weathering. No, you don't, do you? Like Garfield never weathers well, not, not that, that I've we seen. Know of. Um, listeners, if you're wondering why there was uh, a pause there, John took a sip of his drink, I think just on the assumption that it was the introduction, and so I'd probably <laughs> interrupt him and just say some bullshit for a while. Uh, it's Friday, December 10th, 1982. Today we're reading a Garfield strip, 1,636. What's what happens in the it's Garfield? Okay, John. In today's Garfield, Garfield vents some frustration. Ha ha ha! No, wait, that doesn't work. Really? Okay, hang on. I can do better than that. Come back to me. <laughs> okay. I thought that was still pretty good. All right, we'll do. Okay. All right. 
So, all right, three panels, Garfield is standing. Uh, it looks to me like he's standing on top of, like, a computer keyboard or something. <laughs> it does kind of look like that. Computer keyboard with, like, one row of eight keys. Yeah, well, you know, it's yeah. a cartoon. It's a comic strip. That's fine. Fair enough. Simplification, a little mm-hmm. skewamorphism or whatever. I don't oh. know. If I'm using that term in I the right context. I love skewamorphism, John. If there's one thing I love, it's skewamorphism. <laughs> Garfield's just skewamorphin' all over that vent. Uh, on chilly mornings, this is my favorite place in the whole house. Sure. That's what Garfield says. Oh, oh, and he's, I guess it's a Sorry, vent. I was reading the definition of skewamorphism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see what you mean. I think it's like when you have a, is that when you have like an icon that's like a, yeah, vaguely. It's the it's the design concept of making items represented yeah. resemble their real world things. Cards. Yeah, so like, uh, in the user interface, like when a folder like looks a floppy like a disk folder. for save. Floppy yeah. disk is probably a less useful example these days, because half of all people have never seen a floppy disk. Well, it's, it's an outdated yeah, skeuomorphism. Yeah. Still, a still a skeuomorphism. A skeuomorphism. Yeah. There's one kind of skeuomorphism we love, John outdated skewamorphs dated yeah uh in in panel two a a rush of air comes up from the vent yeah and garfield's jowls get it's pretty cute disturbed and there's there's little hairs flying upwards in the in the rush of air from the vent on the subject yeah. of skewamorphs on pretty the subject solid. of skewamorphs pretty solid drinks john that have become archaic we were definitely talking about that i mean we were mm-hmm. It's really, it's really we interesting. It's, it's interesting. True. I'm not saying it's we interesting weren't. how the symbol of tel- for telephone has developed, or I guess failed to develop. In that, like, like my son, who is I don't know, 17 years old or whatever, um, Ugh. has never. I don't think he has ever seen <laughs> a telephone receiver shaped like the standard symbol for telephone. You know, like he just knows that little. Two and no, you've seen them in movies, thing. I'm sure. Yeah, right? Maybe, probably. Um, like, but it's interesting. Like, there are people using that symbol today who have never interacted with a telephone of that type. That's kind of interesting, or maybe not so. I think now that I said it out loud, it became less interesting. <laughs> what about the kind where you have to hold the the oh, two different God. Yeah, pieces? Yeah, you turn the crank and you. Like, Hello, Phyllis. Yeah. Give me Muncie seven two one zero five. Everyone was always calling Muncie. <laughs> yeah, we had Muncie followed by a number, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, those were the days. Oh, it's a, a Wikipedia article on skewamorph has a, a, a different sections for the argu- arguments in favor and arguments I against. Would love, would love to do a segment on pro and con skewamorphism. One of the, <laughs> I mean, look. John, we get political sometimes in this in this podcast. Mm-hmm. Like you can't avoid it. Garfield is about politics. No, no, no. We, we never do like, that. Like you can't nope. avoid controversy in politics. But I don't feel comfortable touching the third rail that is pro and con skeuomorphism in American society mm. today. Arguments against virtual skeuomorphic design are that skeuomorphic interface elements use metaphors that are more difficult to operate and take up more screen space than standard interface mm, elements. Do they think you should just use similes? Uh, this breaks operating system interface design standards that it causes an inconsistent look and feel between applications. Well, I mean, that's just if... I mean, anything is 
going to be inconsistent if we don't all do okay, the same I thing. Okay, I feel like we all know. I feel like that's some pretty weak tea criticism. Sounds like we right all there. know where you come down on the skewamorphism. It's a little bit like, on. hey, you know what's bad about this is that a bunch of us aren't going to do it. <laughs> That's how I feel about okay. murder. Um, <laughs> um, I was going to say a thing, but I've forgotten what it was. So in panel three, yeah. Garfield is thinking. Mm, skewmorphic design can increase cognitive load with visual noise that after a few uses gives little or no value to the user. I hate increasing cognitive load. It's not clear you? to me how much cognitive load it increases to have the like the 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 recycling or trash bin or whatever on my computer look like a trash can is that really increasing my cognitive load it's it's i think it's less about like how it increases your your specific oh, cognitive this is about load other people not interested I, yeah i th- i think it's about other people not interested <laughs> Well, whose cognitive load does it increase? Like you, you, you use computer. You use this shit every day already, so mm-hmm. you're used to it, mm-hmm. for one thing. And you also are familiar with like the original. I've seen actual trash cans uh, in action. Tech being referenced because you're a hundred years you old. Know, well, I'm very, I'm very genre savvy. You're the, very the genre, genre here savvy. is laptops, computers. <laughs> the, I guess. the genre of skeuomorphism. Um, see, I okay. I really just want to finish the Garfield and and do this, but... In the case of an electric tea kettle, such designs can be dangerous. If it is used in the manner of the original tea kettle, catastrophe can ensue. If user places it on active fire result... What what do you mean? Okay, okay, wait. This is not... Wait, but reverse a second. Because I I feel like you were not characterizing the argument you read... (laughs) quite the way I interpreted it. And maybe I was misinterpreting it. It sounded to me like it was saying the cognitive load uh, increases once you know what the thing does already and you no longer need the uh, the visual clue as to what, what it is. Because it seems to, like, because you were like, yeah, you already know what the trash can is and, like, you get that. And so it's fine for you, which is true. But it seems to me that, like, Someone using a computer for the first time, having the trash look like trash, could be a helpful clue to them. Well, I think I think the save icon is probably a better example. Yeah. Okay. Uh, be, if yeah, it's a floppy and like disk, because that genuinely is confusing if it's a floppy disk. Who's not familiar with floppy? Yeah, I, I'll give you that. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, for free, and, and the idea is like, it doesn't. Like, once you know what it is, it's just like, oh, I'm just, you know, recognizing what that, like, fairly complex Mm -hmm. icon. And, like, you could probably make something just as effective that you could learn more quickly Mm. without doing that. Like, maybe if it just had the word save. I mean, yeah, I guess that would be fairly easy to interpret, provided you're Although, I I don't know. Actually, no, that's that's not a good alternative either, for obvious reasons. But, But, um... Yeah, I don't I know. I guess design is hard. Thank goodness we don't have to so. design stuff. We just have to tell yeah, what think... happened in this fucking Garfield. See also Trompleal 2D artwork using realistic optical illusions to simulate three dimensions. I yes, I will. I do love Trompleal, John. I do I love Trompleal. Trompleal. Also? Fucking awesome. Okay, also, sorry. Also, Let's talk John, about the as Garfield. A, as a teenager? 
I enjoyed the Pixies album, Trompe le Monde. Sure. It was a pretty good album at the time. Sure you did. Okay. Uh, last I panel, think, Garfield I opens don't his eyes it holds up, and thinks and thinks over yeah. the heat vent. What was this in reference to? I don't know. Some stuff we <laughs> talked about like a half an hour ago. Um, I think there's two important things to know, to note about today's Garfield. Maybe three. Yeah, three. Point one, Garfield's right. On a chilly morning, it's great to stand right around that heat vent and have the, the air warm you. This is an accurate statement by Garfield. Point two, panels two and three, Garfield looks cute with the, the way the, the air's floating up and, and ruffling his fur. Looks very cute. Do you agree? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I love I love all three panels, really. Point three, this is a thing we're doing right now with a houseplant. Uh, when we left Hawaii, which I feel terrible about having left, <laughs> I ordered a, I got a, a little uh, plumeria cutting that we, we have in like a little indoor greenhouse that is sitting on top of a heating yeah. vent with a with a like a fake uh, grow light over it because we are really really trying to grow a uh, plumeria tree inside our house. It is not working wow. because it is very dark and cold here all the time. Sorry, I I'm not sure if I listened to all of that. What's a plumeria tree? Um, I think actually that's maybe the same as frangipani. It's a tr- it's a blooming tropical tree. It's a beautiful. Okay. It's a tropical tree with beautiful blooming flowers. Okay. Um, it's very common in Hawaii now, and they use those flowers for lays, even though it is not a native tree. It is native to I forget. Ah. Uh, can't remember. Okay. Uh, but they're common all over, like um, the Pacific and tropical Asia. They're beautiful, like white flowers with five petals. You've seen them. Before. Yeah. I gotcha. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. Sometimes a little yellow I, 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 splash okay. of pink okay. in there. Our plumeria is named Josh Green, after the lieutenant governor of Hawaii, Josh Green. Um, and honestly, he's not doing well. He has one leaf remaining, and it is in danger of falling off. Even though he's Aww. sitting on top of a heating vent under a grow light, he's still like, Oh, yeah, he's those like, things. what the fuck? Okay. I'm in Kansas City. I would rather die than be here. And he's not wrong. <laughs> Yeah. Anywho. It's like kind of your spirit yeah. plant. Huh? Anyway. Uh, yeah. I think you hosted this one. Oh, okay. It says, well, did it we says finish I it? hosted, but it's been really I feel like we're done. Okay. I wasn't sure. It seemed, like, it seemed like you had more to say, so I, I, I mean, was who trying to give you some you space. Have more to say about this Folks, you've been listening to Being Jim Davis, a podcast you abandon as an infant that later returned to usurp your throne. But you were you were cool about it. Thanks for being cool about it. I want to thank you for being so cool about, about the way we usurp your throne. Uh, please rate, review, and subscribe in all the places. And visit us on the website, which is on the internet, which is on computers. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you and good listening. night. Thank you and good night. I mean, we did. We, we, we talked about Trump here a little bit. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.